Christmas. That's right, everybody. Hi, I'm Cynthia Garrett. Welcome to Cynthia Garrett's Girl Club. This is the place where real girls have real talk about real issues while seeking to apply real faith. And we just decided that we were going to do this special uh, Girl Club podcast live stream for those of you who are watching and for those of you who are listening. We love you and value you equally the same. But this is a special day because we just wanted to pop in and say, happy birthday, Jesus. Merry Christmas. And joining me for this special Girl Club podcast is Nova Page and Christina Reynolds. I'm going to get them right here in studio so that we can all, in collective unison, talk about the gift that this day actually is. Right, guys? So, like, we know that people have probably opened gifts all around the world, or they may be opening gifts right now, depending what country they're in. Some of you opened gifts last night on Christmas Eve. Some of you are hopefully getting ready to go to church. Uh, there's all this stuff going on around today, you guys. And honestly, it's really easy in the world we live in to get so caught up in the external distractions that we think are gifts and miss the actual gift right in front of our face that was given to us that we need to open and reopen every day of every year of our lives. And that is the gift of Jesus Christ. So I don't know, Nova, before we started filming, you were kind of just on fire talking about the gift and everything. And I just, I'm like, okay, girl, go ahead. Call to action. Come on, you guys, you got to pay attention and focus on what's important today. Oh my goodness. I, I love, I mean, happy birthday, Jesus. You know, yeah. I think we've gone through yeah. this Advent season. We've been through, you know, all the, the weeks of Advent and that anticipation of the, the, of the, the child being born and he being our savior. And it's like, it, so today is about opening the gift of love and the revelation of the gift that is Jesus. And that is that seven point whatever ounces baby that is complete and the full, full love. And I, I'm reminded just, you know, have been taking time through this season to just kind of pause and really, um, sit in all these different weeks of, um, Advent. And I think about, you know, Christmas and, I know that I have been very distracted over the years uh, of putting so much pressure on all the other things. And then I love Girl Club because we get to just kind of rip off all the extras and go, what is really important? So we sit today and we're just, we sit in gratitude and say, thank you, Jesus, for being the gift um, of love. And um, that perf that perfection, like it's not about our perfection and being perfect. It's he, his perfect love that, um, well, casts out fear and, you know, changes everything. So really taking that gift in that he is our, he is all and he is everything. And yeah. So I'm, I'm, I'm excited today to, um, for that promised one, um, that he came and he redeemed us and he is, um, he is making us new and he is transforming us. And every day we can be reminded that that is um, why he came uh, to save us and to continue to transform us into his likeness. So that gift in and of itself is so awesome and so great. 
Yeah. yeah. You know, when, when you said, when you said that, you know, the gift, my immediate thought was the gift that keeps on giving. Like mm -hmm. he's the gift that gives every day, at least, you know, for those of us who know that we can't do anything without him, right? He's the gift that, you know, he opens himself and gives to me when I need strength. He, you know, I open it and I, inside I find peace. You know, I open the gift of Jesus and inside I find hope. You know, I open the gift of Jesus and inside every day I find the strength to get through the things that are challenging or the things that scare me, or the things that cause me sadness, or confusion, or doubt, or pain, or anger, all of those things, right? And it's pretty cool when you really think about it this way. And if you can connect in on today and not be embarrassed at kind of the way the world has made it cheesy to actually be able to say, happy birthday, Jesus. Mm -hmm. I mean, we're celebrating his birth today. That's what it's about. And, and he is the only gift that matters because nothing that I'm, I've opened under the tree or could open under a tree is going to give me peace, hope, renewed vision, faith, encouragement, love, right? Guidance. I mean, okay, maybe guidance. I could be given a GPS system, but you know, over and above that, it ain't the kind of guidance I'm usually looking for. So mm -hmm. you get the point, you know, I thought it was really it was just really important for us to remind you guys what today is for, and what today is about for real, you know, and to remember that, hey, there are people around the world who aren't going to open a bunch of, you know, junk wrapped in boxes under a tree. Like, let us not forget here in the Western church, in the spoiled, entitled, distracted Western world, that there are people in other countries who are just looking to survive today. And I bet you they're closer to understanding the meaning of the gift than everyone who's opening boxes today. You know, something else kind of struck me too, Cynthia, as we were all of a sudden, it's like the three wise men kind of came into my head about them bringing, you know, the gifts. And what did they bring? They brought frankincense and myrrh and how prophetic those gifts were because frankincense, uh, frankincense was the symbol for deity right and yes. um, myrrh was embalming it was for embalming and so in his in the gifts that they brought to him there was just this pro prophetic gift that like this it will be needed for your future right yes. i'm like whoa and aren't and and they, they symbolized those were things given to royalty correct yeah i uh, yes I think, uh, yeah. I th yeah. I think I'm, I'm sorry. This just kind of like came into my brain. And I was right. like, whoa, frankincense and myrrh. Like, yes, what were the, and, and the fact that that myrrh is an embalming is yeah. just to me, I'm like, whoa, he, the, the story was already the gift given to Jesus is like that it all the way. It's just this prophetic act right. of like, Promise, 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 because this will happen and I am the Messiah. But it was like, right. You know, I I mean, I, I know that I've, we, I've like, come to die. Like, yeah. Yeah. I've come to die. Whoa. <laughs> yeah. Whoa. So, I don't, right. Sorry. I just was like, yeah. Yeah. I've come um, to give my life and I've come to gift you my life. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. it is a, it is a, it is a gift. He, you know what? he there's, is the there's gift. So much. 
you know what, Nova, you could even go, all right, guys, sorry if we're butchering the frankincense and the myrrh, but let's go yeah. with it, right? It uh-huh. could even be, we're supposed to give him our death of our flesh so that he mm. can be our new life, so that we can receive him like a child would receive him mm-hmm. with a childlike faith mm-hmm. and joy. And it's so amazing to me when, you know, when you really are connected strongly to Mm -hmm. God in a moment, joy is something you just feel overwhelming joy. You know, my brother-in-law who's newly on fire for Christ after, after 30s, I mean, after many, God, I don't even know how many years, 45 years as an addict, you know, he is saved and on fire and walking in his calling for the first time in his life. And he's so in love with Jesus. And he sent me, you know, he's like, he's got it, sin. And he sends me these little kids and they're like, you know, they're like dancing and they're smiling and they're, and it made me cry because I was like, oh Lord, you know, the joy of the Lord is truly his strength. And to look at these little kids and to be reminded he opened the gift of Christ and it returned him to the joy of his youth before mm-hmm. he needed to numb the pain of years of abuse and being abandoned and dropped and reckless living. And that's what we all really want. We want to really run around like little kids without a care in the world, experiencing mm-hmm. the joy of our youth and being able to laugh and know like we don't worry as children about like eating because we know mom's going to cook something. We don't worry about where we're going to sleep because we know mom and dad have a house. I mean, we don't know anything about mom and dad's financial struggles. We don't know if mom and dad are, maybe they're barely able to keep the roof over our head. We don't know. We're kids. We just know that mom and dad got it. They're superheroes to us. You know, just like our kids, like we're superheroes to our kids. They just think that we can do everything. I mean, I know my son thinks I'm a superhero. Sometimes the stuff he sends me, mom, let's do this. And I'm like, Really, son, <laughs> do you think I'm going to the market to buy a private plane to cart us all off to the other side of the world? And like, you know, like he, he, the fantasies he comes up with. And I'm just like, I mean, in a way, it's kind of beautiful because he doesn't see a limitation because mom's got it. And that's how God wants us to experience him. Right. He like wow. he gave us the gift. He's got it. Wow. My 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 mentor, she's like, um she's just like a, a, a mom to me. And she's, she was really Ricky's spiritual mom and then just became my spiritual mom via marrying Ricky. And she spoke a word over me probably a month and a half ago that it would be a time of unhindered joy. And that's exactly what you're talking about, Cynthia. It's, it's unhindered, like nothing can take it away that it, and that we can really declare that like, I can live unhindered and I can have that childlike faith that that childlike knowing that God's got it. Like you said, like mom's got it. Dad's got it. Like God's got it. And there's joy in that because, right. Because there's peace in that. Right. And there's confidence in that. Like he's got it. And so there is not a worry or a care necessarily because he's got it. He's got it handled. And there's a lot of joy in that and freedom. I think, I mean, I know it all just kind of works together, but I really am trying to hold on to that word that it is a time of unhindered joy. 
and really breaking down that word un unhindered. Nova, that moves my heart so deeply for you because for those of you listening, understand that I know, and if you're a regular, you may know in this year, the year of loss that you've had, mm -hmm. the year of pain that you've had, the year of transition mm -hmm. that you've had, the year of struggle and heartbreak and disappointment and abandonment and rejection. Come on, like the list of words, mm -hmm. right? Like yeah. I know. And so you deserve a season of unhindered joy, sis. You deserve I, it. I, I don't, you know, it's interesting, Cynthia. I don't know if I deserve it. <laughs> I think, um, God is good and gracious to, to gift it though, to gift Amen. it and me receive Amen. the gift and, and live into it and find, you know, you also, I, I think there to be unhindered in it. I can't just sit back and, you know, be like, okay, joy, come to me. It's like, I have to engage and go, and I'm going to look for it and search for it and declare it. And, you know, see the joy in all, all the stuff, you know? So yeah. I, I really, I am, I'm so thankful for, honestly, you guys, I am so thankful for the challenges of the past year and a half. Would I want to go through it again? Not really, but I wouldn't also, I wouldn't change it because I know that we are in a place, um, of just launching differently with the Lord. And I'm really excited about that. And I'm excited about my walk with Jesus and really continuing to move in faith and trusting that he knows best. And, and I think, um, you know, I had some really interesting ha things happen. I went to an event that could have felt like a really big trigger, um, and God was so good and gracious to me that it just really, I could just move through it. I still had to move through it, um, but I really kept my joy because I'm not looking back. Like, um, who, who was the one that looked back and turned to salt? Who was that? Potiphar's wife? wife. That? Lot's no, wife. Who was that? Lot's, Lot's, sorry, Lot's wife. Lot's wife. And I'm like, I, I don't want to look back. Um, there is a time to get healing and look back and, and figure things out, but I don't look back in the way of like, I wish it was that it's like, I don't wish that at all. And that's how I can move forth in unhindered joy because I know the past I've learned from the past and now I can move forward. I still have to move through the things, but Jesus is with me and that's yep. the joy of it. I'm not alone in it. And so yep. I, we can move through it and, all the things, even with losing my mom and very close people in my life, you know, being, um, you know, told they have cancer and of course everything you're walking through Cynthia and, and other health challenges with close people. And, um, you know, I, I think, uh, we can still move through it and have the peace of Christ and, enjoy, find it. We can find it and we can receive it. Yeah. Amen. Amen. So CB, you're over in Chile having your first Christmas in Chile because you said yes to a missionary assignment there that has moved your entire life. And 
I mean, you've got to be experiencing the real gift of today in a different way. Yeah. So I, I was actually really encouraged this morning. I started the book of Luke um, a couple of days ago. And this morning I read through Luke chapter two, specifically about a man um, named Simeon and a lady, a prophetess named Anna, you know, who, you know, for Simeon, the Holy Spirit promised him that he would meet the Messiah before he went home to be with the Lord. And here's a man that just like waited for the gift and he got to receive the gift of the Messiah, you know, and, and Anna, the prophetess, you know, her, she was already old. She was 84 when she finally got to receive the gift of meeting the Messiah. And I just, you know, and even not just them, but even the shepherds, you know, of just that these people that were very unseen, these people that were, I'm sure that after they met the Messiah, they went through the town and people are like, it said that people were wondering what the shepherds were talking about, how they, these three people, right, got to receive the gift of the Messiah. And I think, you know, even me being away from family on Christmas, the USA from Christmas and all these things, I realized that me being here, the gift is still the same. I could be having Christmas in a different state, in a different country, um, but the gift is the same, you know, and I think sometimes for those of you, maybe it's Christmas, who might feel like the shepherds, where these guys were just out in the field at nighttime, like hanging out with their sheep, didn't have a lot, they were unseen people, you know, in the community, but how, and I'm sure like if that was like modern day, these people can't afford Christmas. They probably couldn't afford nice gifts, a nice meal. And maybe you're there this Christmas feeling like, Hey, I can't, I couldn't give my kids the Christmas they wanted. I couldn't cook the things I wanted to cook, but realizing that it's all just about knowing Christ and knowing the love of Christ and having that communion with Christ. And that's really the greatest gift that you could have. And, you know, And that's the greatest gift that we can anticipate. But I think we live in a very commercial culture, you know, even just being in a different culture. Like I live down the hill from this community called the Las Tomas. And it's basically makeshift houses built by the migrant workers from all over South America that work in Chile. Makeshift houses out of like cardboard, tin, you know, no running water, no electricity, And it's like, these people don't have a lot, but it's like, man, dude, like you realize that even for them, like a community of believers up there that we know, like they probably have more joy than some people I know in the U.S. that have nice meals, nice houses, nice gifts, because it's just more, 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 but it doesn't fill what only the Lord can fill. And this Christmas, if you're feeling alone, single moms, if you're feeling If you're a widow, if your kids are out of state and you're spending Christmas alone, just know that like the shepherds, God sees you and you don't need all of these things like the nice meals. You don't need the nice presents. You don't need the fancy Christmas parties to have a beautiful Christmas because it's all about the gift of Christ. And he gave his life for you as a gift 
to have a relationship with him. And that's the only gift that will satisfy you and yep. will make you complete and will bring you true joy. Amen. Mic drop mm-hmm. on that, honey, because mm-hmm. it's so true. You know, and I, I'm sitting here and I'm reminded of the few weeks prior to today, uh, you know, a friend of mine, oh, who I love so much. And he, his his attempt was to make life easier for Christmas. So it was like, what do you want to eat? for Christmas, if, you know, what, what menu should I get? Like, you know, someone to prepare what, and I've just been like, the pressure isn't trying to give him an answer because I've been like, I mean, I don't really care. I just want my husband to be healthy. I can't make any decisions. We're sort of living on in limbo right now, waiting for doctors and different stuff. And I'm in the day, you know, in the moment. And the only thing important to me about this Christmas is to open the gift of Christ in a new way and Mm -hmm. to find inside of him the healing that I need, but also the, the wisdom that we need and the strength to go through challenges, whether he takes you over the mountain or through the mountain, you know, or around the mountain, whatever it is, it's like, that's the only thing I need. That's the only gift I need is Christ and Christ alive, and Christ real, and moving in me, and through me, and for me, and around me, and because of me. Also, because what's our life really worth if we don't understand that as precious as he is as a gift to us, he found us to be that precious to him. And that's why, you know, it's like the Bible says we love because he first loved us. Yeah, you know, we have this gift today because he first saw us as a gift, which is impossible to imagine sometimes when I look at the world around us and I look at myself in the world and I'm like, mm-hmm. how could he have, how could anybody find anyone so precious and valuable that they would send their son to die for them? Knowing mm-hmm. that we wouldn't believe, that we would doubt, that we might forget that he's a gift, that we might even not celebrate his birthday in the correct way that we might make it about other things and not about the fact that unto the world, a son has been given, you know, a son has been given. Man, Cynthia, that is so beautiful. And it's so deep. It's, 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 I think it's really wild how, when you go through such deep, dark challenges that your perspective, you, you can all of a sudden just get this laser focus on what truly is, what truly matters. And I, I, God uses it. Like I'm watching you and, you know, obviously you have loved the Lord for so many years, but I'm watching you go through this and I'm watching your focus be so lasered on um, the truth of Christ and trusting him with each and every decision and moment. And it's so, it's so encouraging. And, you know, it, it does remind me to keep my focus and stay focused on Jesus um, yeah. through all the storms that, you know, we all walk through, but that I've also been walking through and it's a huge encouragement um, to just keep the focus Jesus Cause you're right. We celebrate a lot and it's not, you know, it's like not wrong to like celebrate cause celebration is beautiful. But I think like really keeping that focus of why are we celebrating? Um, well, and how are we celebrating? 
Well, it's the it's the worship song, right? On Christ, the solid rock, I stand. All other ground is sinking sand. And if I get off Christ for five seconds, and I do, you know, and I have my days where I'm like, my mind, it goes, it goes with the fears. It goes, I told someone the, uh, recently, I said, the what ifs are killing me today. I got to get out of the what ifs mm. because the what ifs have nothing to do with the reality and the gift of the moment, which is Christ and all the hope that I have in Christ and all the faith that I have in the fact that he can do all things mm-hmm. and I can do all things because of him who strengthens me and that I can, and Roger, we can overcome. We've already overcome so much. And I believe that there's so much more that we will overcome together and do together in our time serving Christ. And so if I take my eyes off of the solid rock that I'm standing on, I will find myself falling on the ground. The ground is quicksand and I will be sinking in about 10 seconds. Mm. And I think that's just a word for all of us. You know, even as you go through today, if you take your eyes for too long off of the gift that today represents and you focus too much on the dinner and the family coming over and the stress that the family's coming over and the meals that you have to cook and the money that you spent or the money that you couldn't spend or the things you couldn't do for your loved ones that you wanted to do. If you focus on that too long, I'm telling you, you're on quicksand. You're sinking in the quicksand. Get back on the one main gift. You open it up. There's a solid rock. On Christ, the solid rock, I stand. All other ground is sinking sand. And it's just, it's that simple and it's that hard also. Mm -hmm. It's that simple and it's that hard. And that's why, you know, as we wrap up and let you go and enjoy, you know, the day, I just think it was important for us to really remind you all and remind ourselves that today is not about anything else except the one gift that we have been given. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son so that whosoever would believe in him wouldn't die but have eternal life. And in that gift, in Christ, there is healing. You know, um, as it says in Isaiah 61, which Jesus read when he announced his ministry, and so much about who he was and what he would do. But the most beautiful thing that he said was, I came to bind up the brokenhearted and to set the captives free. So today we're celebrating the birth of this little baby Jesus who came here prepared and knowing that he was going to die for our sins so that we could have this relationship and go to God, whom we had, whom otherwise we would separate ourselves from because of our sin. And he reminds us daily that he came to bind up our broken hearts and to set us free from the captivity of our emotional brokenness, our fears, our angers, and all of the places, the sadness, all of the places that that stuff comes from, because it comes from somewhere in our human experience in this world, navigating people that he loved so much that he gave free choice to, And not everybody uses their free choice to do the right thing, you know? And that's why broken people break other people. 
but the gift gets us through. The gift is our healing. The gift is our savior. The gift is our overcoming. The gift is our redemption. And the gift is our salvation. And the gift is Jesus. And that's that. Amen. 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 Well, I kind of feel like one of y'all should close us out in prayer and we'll peace out for today. <laughs> no? Could, could, could I read a scripture and then say a tiny prayer? Yes. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Um, first Especially John- because for those of you watching, Nova looks literally like a gift. Her her shirt, her <laughs> wallpaper, and the screen today look literally like a gift. So open it up, girl. Go for Ding. it. Take us home. First John chapter four, verses nine through 15 says, God's love was revealed among us in this way. God sent his only son into the world so that we might live through him. In this is love. Not that we loved God, but he, he loved us and sent his son to be the atoning sacrifice for our sins. Beloved, since God loved us so much, we also ought to love one another. No one has ever seen God. If we love one another, God lives in us and his love is perfected in us. By this we know that we abide in him and he in us because he has given us of his spirit. And we have seen and do testify that the Father has sent his Son as the Savior of the world. God abides in those who confess that Jesus is the Son of God, and they abide in God. Jesus, thank you. Thank you for coming, for being our redemption, for giving us the way to the Father. Thank you for your sacrifice. May we choose to remember and celebrate the gift of you, that we would reflect on how you came after us and you found us and you love us. May we relish in that. May we sit in that and just sit in gratitude of knowing Jesus so we say to you that we are so thankful that you chose us, that you love us, and we love you. And we say as we move through today and into the new year, you have your way, Lord. Not our will, but your will be done here on earth as it is in heaven. And all God's girls said, in Jesus' name, amen. 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 All right, guys. Merry Christmas to all of you. Love you. From, from Christina Boudreaux on the mission field in Chile and Nova Page, rocking and teaching the word of God <laughs> through the waves of life in California. And from me in Nashville, we send all of you guys a big Merry Christmas. Bye-bye. See you all next week.